0: Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Treat the patient, not the numbers. I walked into the examination room to be greeted by Mr. K, a big burly man of 35 years. He had a work shirt on indicating his place of employment, where apparently he was a truck driver. As we got to talking, it was clear that Mr. K didn't really know why he was seeing me, and it was going to take a little bit of detective work to figure it out. His chart was somewhat difficult to access since, apparently, he was a workman compensation case and it required some level of security to access his previous records. Although it was really the issue of my understanding this was the case rather than any confidentiality issues in and of itself. Regardless. With Mr. K and what I could discern from the previous doctors who'd seen the patient, I could at least piece together what was going on and the need to access neurologic input for the patient. Mr. K had noticed that over the past few months, he'd been losing strength in his left hand. And although he was right-handed, this was acutely obvious. I fashioned metal art from old coins, he noted somewhat proudly, totally self-taught I learned from YouTube videos and, with some background in the trades, kind of just put together one plus one. He showed me his wedding band, which was fashioned out of an old Liberty dollar, of which his ring and his wife's were made from the same coin. But now, I have a really hard time with it. My hand is so weak sometimes, I can't keep my machinery steady. His artwork was really impressive and he'd been able to create quite an adornment of different kinds of things. He showed me some of his advertisements, and he could do everything from fishing lures to money clips to almost anything a client would want. Most of the business is really custom, he continued, although everyone sees what's been done in the past. It's mostly about the year. Something makes it special, and I can identify some coinage at the time and make something that they can remember it by. It keeps me busy, said the patient with a smile. But then a cloud returned to his face. I really haven't been able to do anything for the past three to four weeks. I just can't keep my hands strong enough. I nodded, looking at some of the reports I'd been able to pull up. Mr. K also noted that he was numb in his pinky and fourth finger as well, This also had been going on for several months. Just looking at Mr. K's hand, I could see the prominent atrophy of his first dorsal interossei muscle. That is, the muscle between his thumb and forefinger. It wasn't subtle. And similarly, on the palmar surface, the muscle under his pinky finger was also flattened, which wasn't unobvious either. The patient had seen a local doctor who had noted that these findings were in his hand, but discounted that the sensory findings had anything to do with his grip strength, nor the apparently earlier atrophy, which was probably less obvious than before. When he continued to complain of the symptoms, he was sent to an occupational medicine physician, who also discounted a relationship between the sensory and motor symptoms, but did order an EMG nerve conduction study for further assessment. When I looked at the neurophysiology studies, I was somewhat surprised to see it hadn't been done by a neurologist, but by another service. Moreover, it was frankly incomplete and really focused on looking for carpal tunnel syndrome rather than looking for all the three major nerves in the hand. And not surprisingly, the conclusion of the study was that the patient had carpal tunnel syndrome. And indeed, there was some slowing across the carpal tunnel, but it was very mild and actually on the right hand, not the left, which was called normal. As I followed the subsequent evaluations, the patient had been told by a physician that all he had was carpal tunnel syndrome and that he'd be followed up with physical therapy. When that hadn't really been helpful and his symptoms were worsening, he'd been sent to neurology for further assessment. This was over a month ago, and according to the patient, wherein he'd gotten worse with the sensory changes as well as the weakness. Just by observation, it was clear that the patient had an ulnar neuropathy and that the studies he'd had done were actually inadequate to help in the diagnosis. His neurologic examination localized to the nerve and in particular distal to the carpal bones in that this was past the point where apparently the EMG nerve conduction studies were done, at least for the most part. The sensory changes, the areas of muscle weakness and the atrophy, all of it could be localized to this one nerve. The occupational physician had done what he could He'd only trusted the conclusions of the other physician who'd done the examination. But that exam and the numbers weren't either complete or even correlated to the clinical course. The patient had actually told a clinical history which was localizing. His current examination was not only localizing, but unfortunately stereotypical, which means probably later stage than it should have been and that the patient had suffered as a result. It was a classic case of just playing with numbers and not looking at the patient, something in busy practice that can happen since it's more reflux rather than consideration of the entire clinical scenario. We were able to send the patient to a specialist hand doctor where, after seeing my examination notes, took the patient to surgery right away to relieve a compression on the ulnar nerve the last notes I saw in follow-up with the hand surgeon was that the patient was beginning to be able to grip well again and the sentry changes had, if not gotten better, at least stabilized several months later. I did get a note from the patient letting me know that he was, as he said, back in the saddle again and was doing his side business in case I had any requests. I could only smile. I was just happy that hand surgery and follow-up PT was able to get the patient back towards recovery. And again, it made me feel fortunate with the realization that I had the luxury of understanding that just playing with numbers isn't what the art of medicine and neurology was all about. Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.